You're listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. I'm your host, Adam Rosen. I'm a fellowship-trained, board-certified orthopedic surgeon who specializes in knee replacement. Here I'll talk to you about common knee complaints and other orthopedic issues. We'll cover other important health-related topics, all of which are meant to helpfully answer some of your questions and help improve the quality of your life. Thanks for listening, and on with the next episode. Hello, welcome back. This is Adam Rosen, and you're listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. On today's episode, I want to talk to you about dislocations around the knee, um, specifically patella dislocations, or what you might know as a kneecap dislocation, because a lot of times people come in and they're not really unsure of exactly what happened. Uh, They might say their knee dislocated, which is a totally different injury pattern and a much more significant injury um, to the knee. Because if the knee itself dislocates, we're talking about the thigh bone and the shin bone being mismatched and dislocating over one another. These notoriously tear multiple ligaments in the knee um, and also can injury the, injure the blood flow, actually injure the artery. Um, so this can be a vascular injury on top of an orthopedic um, injury. So this is a totally different entity which I'm not going to talk about today. Um, But what we're going to talk about are these kneecap or patellar dislocations. So basic anatomy, when we think about the kneecap, um, the kneecap is what we call a sesamoid bone, meaning it's this sort of bony structure within a a tendon and a ligament, um, depending on who you talk to and what you call. Again, we always talk about the muscle and then the junction between the muscle and a bone becomes a tendon and a junction between a bone and a bone is a ligament. However, the patellar tendon can also be called the patellar ligament. So that would be the structure below your kneecap, and then you have the kneecap. Um, So the kneecap has cartilage on the backside. You touch it on the front, but on the backside it has cartilage. And think of it for the most part like a V, and on the end of your thigh bone, if you could remove your kneecap, there's a little indented V, and the kneecap glides in this groove. That's called the trochlea. When we talk about the thigh bone, that groove is the trochlea, and the kneecap rides in it. Now, some people have very, very deep, very pointed trochleas and kneecaps, and it stays in that groove. Some are a little bit more sort of roundish oval shape, but some can be very flat. And those people that have these very flat trochleas, the kneecap will not be as intimately held in that joint when they bend and straighten the knee, and those people are a lot more likely to have the kneecap shift. And if it shifts almost always will shift off to the outside. So if you put your hand on your right knee, it'll shift out to the right side or towards your little finger if your hand was resting on your knee. Um, What we call lateral patellar dislocation. And this is an extremely painful injury. So it can happen with trauma. It can happen during sports, especially if people are running um, or dancing and you pivot sharply. So you plant your foot and you turn sharply. It can pull the kneecap off to the side. If you have very weak muscles and there's an imbalance, sometimes the muscles are stronger on the outside than they are on the inside and it can pull it out. And if that anatomy is abnormal, you know, we talked about the trochlea, it's just one part of it. But if you have abnormal, what we call tilt, meaning the kneecap tilts up to the side, or maybe they have a knock-kneed knee. We call that valgus. And it is much more common in women um, than men. Men, for the most part, especially when you see them get older, a lot of them are very bow-legged. We call that varus. But women, the pelvis anatomically typically is, is wider 
to allow for passage of a baby. And what that does is it pushes your hips out further to the side, but your knees don't go out to the side as well. Your knees come in, and that angle um, at the knee tends to pull the kneecap out to the side. So this combination of maybe weakness or this abnormal valgus or knockneedness and maybe a dysplastic or flattened shallow trochlea, all of those things combined can lead to this kneecap to dislocate out to the side. Now, if it happens once, more than likely it can happen again and again and again. And I meet these women who are older, but will say, yeah, as a teenager, my kneecap used to go out all the time. Um, and, and that's a big problem because what will happen is it's going to obviously cause pain. You know, when this happens, nothing ever that dislocates is a good thing. So when that kneecap dislocates out of the way, it's going to cause pain and swelling. And sometimes it'll tear things. Specifically on the inside, there's a ligament called the median patellofemoral ligament. That ligament can tear, it can bleed. You can also take off a chunk of bone and cartilage, what we call an osteochondral injury or osteochondral defect, because as that kneecap shifts out to the side, it's going to slip over that bony ridge, and it can actually break off a piece of bone, either on the kneecap or on the end of the thigh bone. And when you look down at it, it looks weird. The kneecap's sticking up, and people just look at their knee, and it just looks abnormally wrong. Um, so right away, there's that deformity. And now, a couple things that may happen is it may what we call reduce on its own. So this is all of a sudden, people feel pop, they have pain, they look down at their knee, it looks really weird, and then the kneecap goes right back down. So that was a kneecap or patellar dislocation that reduced on its own. I've had some patients that say it's happened and they, they weren't really sure, they didn't think about it, but they just put their hand on it and pushed it back over and they reduced it themselves. So that is a patient reduction. But sometimes people can't bend or straighten the knee. The kneecap goes out, the knee's stuck, they can't bend it, they can't straighten it, they wind up in an emergency room. And sometimes people sedate them. Um, more often if you just uh, give a bunch of local numbing medicine in the knee, a lot of times we can reduce it. The problem is that when it's bent, it hurts. And to get it back over, a lot of times the easiest thing is to try to get the knee straight. And that can be painful, but if you can get the knee straight, usually the kneecap is more relaxed and you can get it back in its groove. But as the knee's bent, it's being pulled further and further out of that groove and it makes it difficult or even dangerous to push it back over that ridge because you can damage the cartilage. And if this happens over and over and over again, the more damage to the cartilage, the greater the risk of developing arthritis in that kneecap is over time. Now, obvious other things that you're going to see, you know, you're going to hear the pop, but you're going to see swelling. You're going to see bruising. Um, and a lot of people, even after it's reduced, will have what we call apprehension. We see this in shoulder instability too. So if someone has a shoulder that dislocates, if they get into a position where it's about to dislocate, they get very fearful. They have this apprehension that it's going to come out again. And the same thing can happen in the knee world where if you push on the kneecap just a little bit, patients get that feeling like it's going to go out again and they'll get very apprehensive because it feels like it's going to dislocate. So if it does dislocate, if your kneecap does dislocate, again, it might pop back in by itself. We call it a spontaneous reduction or you um, or um, a doctor may manually reduce it with or without some anesthesia. So if that should happen, usually... We would put you on crutches just because it's sore, but you can put weight on the leg. Um, people just need it sometimes because it hurts. It's weak, and they feel like the knee might buckle. And you can use a brace for about 10 to 14 days. Beyond that, most people don't need any special braces or crutches. Most people should be able to walk on it. And if it's a one-time episode, 
for most people, they recover in about six weeks, usually with some home-guided exercises or outpatient physical therapy. Now, when we see these people, um, we always want to evaluate with x-rays, especially after, because again, we're looking to see, did they damage the bone? Is there a fracture? And also looking at the anatomy. You know, do they have abnormal anatomy that may have predisposed them to have this happen? Because if something like this happens over and over and over again, and there's abnormal anatomy and someone's young, sometimes there are surgeries that we would do to try to correct the problem with the anatomy to prevent this happening over and over and over again. Um, Now, as far as, you know, exercises that you can do. So physical therapy may help to prevent this from coming out again. Kinesiology tape can help. Again, not to hold the kneecap in, but a lot of patients, you know, when they have tape on the skin, it adds what we call proprioception. So they feel um, this pull and it just reminds them to fire the correct muscles to hold it in place or prevent an abnormal pivot or twist, which can make the knee more prone to have the kneecap give out again. If this happens over and over again, um, that's where we may get an MRI um, because we're taking a look at the anatomy. Again, you can see bony anatomy on the x-ray, but what we're looking for is that ligament, that MPFL, the medium patellofemoral ligament, to see was it torn. Most likely it was if it dislocated. uh, And occasionally in someone that has recurrent instability, meaning the kneecap is coming out over and over again, you can go in and actually repair the ligament if other anatomy is normal. Maybe it was just that ligament tore traumatically. And now because that ligament was torn, the knee continues to have this instability of the kneecap. You can repair that ligament. Uh, If they took off a chunk of cartilage and bone, again, what we call an osteochondral injury, osteobone, chondral cartilage. So osteochondral injury, if it's small, sometimes it needs to be removed so it doesn't become a loose body in the knee. If it's large, sometimes it needs to actually be repaired. And the other, you know, big surgery that we would do is what's called a tibial tubercle osteotomy. So sometimes patients have an abnormal position and alignment, and we can take the bony bump on the front of your shin bone where that patellar tendon attaches and move that over. Or sometimes other osteotomies, depending on the deformity in the leg, if they're very knock-kneed, what we call valgus, sometimes there's corrective osteotomies, meaning where you cut the bone at an with an angular cut to take a wedge out and change the position. Uh, But those are different things that we would have to do in more advanced cases um, if the kneecap was prone to coming out again and again and again. So again, knee dislocation, severe traumatic injury, an orthopedic end of vascular injury. Notoriously, it can injure the artery uh, behind the knee. So that's a major event in the emergency room, evaluated orthopedic team, vascular team, special studies. That's not this. We're talking about kneecap dislocations, patellar dislocations, more common in women, definitely more common if you have abnormal anatomy, um, weak muscles where the kneecap goes out to the side. It might pop in on its own. Um, You might push it in. You might have to go somewhere and have a doctor reduce it for you. And then formal exercises at home or physical therapy usually resolves if it's a one-time episode, especially if it was traumatic. But if it becomes reoccurring, Uh, that's where you might need further workup with further imaging, further testing, and possibly surgery if it becomes a significant reoccurring problem. And if it does happen over and over and over again, then the risk of developing arthritis in that joint, what we call the patellofemoral joint, becomes greater because every time that kneecap goes out, it's rubbing and scraping the cartilage, both on the end of the thigh bone, that portion called the trochlea, and the back of the kneecap or the patella.
So I hope this answers some questions. I know this is an injury that I see um, people in the office for, and and very frequently they they're very confused and they have a big misunderstanding of you know what dislocated, why did it dislocate, what happened, or even patients that I see now later in life who have arthritis and this happened as a kid, and they just really didn't understand when they were younger, you know what happened and what was happening and. Was there anything that they could have done, you know, to prevent it from happening again and again? So this just hopefully plants the seed and gives you some information and hopefully answers some of the questions that you might have about these patella dislocations. So thanks again for listening. I'm Adam Rose, and you've been tuning into the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. Until next time, stay safe. Thanks for listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. If you've not already done so, please subscribe so you'll be notified of future episodes. And if you enjoy what you're hearing, please take the time to leave a review. It helps other people like you find the show. I'm your host, Adam Rosen, and until next time, stay safe.